Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Health Media Now with award-winning author and host, Denise Messenger for a lifetime of health empowerment. Live by being in the pink, meaning P stands for being persistent, I stands for using your intuition, N stands for networking, and K stands for obtaining knowledge. Preserve and protect your health by listening live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Our guests entertain and share cutting-edge information. They share with you what may have taken years to achieve through experience in their field. Become inspired and motivated. Reach your full potential with fascinating tips and products. Receive a lifetime of benefits from authors, doctors, practitioners, healthcare providers, and learn about exciting new products. You asked for it, and we deliver. Now, here's your host, Denise Messenger. Hello, listeners. Today is April 2nd, 2014. We have a great show today. Our guest is Addie22E Doshe. She's a coach, a consultant, an author, a speaker. She does just about everything. And our subject today is going to be about computer use and exposure and how it can affect our health. I'm going to do something special today. I'm going to let guests call in. So if you have a question that you want to ask Addy Tutu, please call 347-324-5328 at any time during our broadcast, and we'll try to get you on. So now I would like to... Welcome, Addy Tutu, to our show. Hello there. Hello. Thank you for having me on your show. Oh, I'm I'm just so honored to have you. We're going to be talking today about your um, latest book called Healing, Juicing, Smoothie, and Milkshake Recipes, along with, of course, our subject matter, which is the um, the computer use exposure and some of the life threatening computer-related health conditions that can that can come from from that use. I like to st- always start my show out with asking my guests, for the listeners, how did you get on the path that you're on? Oh, it's a long story. <laughs> I got here because um, I was dying, and um, there was no one that could diagnose what was wrong with me, or not to talk of treating it. And so I'm a product of divine intervention because I, like everyone else, had no knowledge that computer use could hurt. Nobody tells you that. And nobody Mm -hmm. told me. And nobody said that when, you know, the headaches you feel when you're in front of the computer, the fact that Mm -hmm. without doing anything, you feel weak, you feel tired, sometimes you are overwhelmed, sometimes you find your heart racing, you know, you find yourself sneezing even if you didn't have asthma or any allergies before, that those were the symptoms of your body telling you that the environment that it's in is a violation of its normal coded way of being and that you needed to do something because you were overwhelming its um, capacity to handle things and that it was becoming deficient in those biochemicals that it needs to handle things. You're using everything up without there being any replenishment. So it's just danger signs. And so, uh, you know, I didn't know that, but then my body started to break down all at once. I couldn't sleep. This was 24-7. I didn't, you know, everybody has the dry eyes. I had dry eyes so bad. (laughs) It it was was Mm -hmm. horrible. I didn't get tears. Tears couldn't come out of my 
of my eyes, you know. Oh, your and I was mm. yeah, not nothing, you know. But I didn't realize that it wasn't the tear ducts. But I will go back. I will get onto that. And I was at the same time as all that was happening. I was having heart palpitations. I was having heart murmurs. I was having so more uh, panic attacks. I went to the ophthalmologist. I almost passed out. The the man was so scared. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because when he brought the light towards me, I was shaking. I was like, you know, like someone who is hit by lightning. Mm-hmm. That was the, the way the guy was. He could, you know, <laughs> he didn't know what to do. At this same time, as all this was happening, I was having long moments. Even and the doctor was saying, "Have you ever had asthma before?" I said, "I've never had asthma. I don't know what is going on." And all my body was all stiff. The muscles were all stiff. The nerves were all, you know, it was like I had um, mm. nerve pain from from head to toe. And at the same time as that was happening, I was having um, um, speech issues. I was now having delayed comprehension, memory issue, you know. And sometimes, and and then I started finding it difficult to actually even walk. Sometimes it would seem as if I couldn't feel the, feel my feet. I was having liver cysts at the same time too. And I say that, and gallbladder, and, and uh, gallstones, and many other things. But everything was happening at the same time. And, you know, I went for the test for the heart and all. Everything was okay. And the doctors didn't know what to do. All, the only thing they told me was that I could collapse any time. <laughs> you know, what kind of... So, all, kind of your te- so, so all your test results came back fine. Yes. That, that was, they said there's nothing wrong with your heart and all that and everything. But, you know... I was still mm. off. Uh, but mm-hmm. then, and, you know, I'm, I'm one of my professions, you know, that I was an IT professional. And everything that I did so you, meant that I was in front so of the you, computer all the time. So there you go. I, yeah, so, I, so because I know the basis of the computers, that it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's based on our understanding <clears throat> of what we read from what we call the Hebrew writings, you know, the writings of my ancestors, from what they understood, from what our maker showed them in the user manual that we call the Bible, of what he did, and in order to enable us to understand ourselves, which is why we call ourselves living computers. And I know, you know, because as an IT person, when my clients had problems, I will always tell them there is no big deal. It's either the system did something, a system-generated issue, or a user-generated one. And we should look at the system code and system logs. And then from that, we will then go into the user manual. And if the worst came to the worst, we'll go to the manufacturer. So I knew that <laughs> I had to be able to design the code. <laughs> and then also to go to our manufacturer. So, of course, I got on my knees and prayed. I started to read this. And sure enough, over time, I began to, it was like plain before me. I could see the code of our being. And I came to the understanding of how the computer use violated it and what had been put in nature so that we could handle it because our maker already knew we would come to this point. So and he, his plan was not for us to destroy ourselves totally from our, from our foolishness, but, you know, he always gave a way of escape. And so with that in hand, and I went to explain to my doctors, and they were happy to monitor me as I went through the process of what needed to be done. It's a slow process. When it comes to computer use, you know, ignorance is not bliss. Ignorance is what we call suicide. Because because then you don't know what you are doing, and you are dying, and you die. You know, or else you go to the... Because the medical profession, the way it is geared, is not geared for to handle computer use in these health conditions. Because it's not resolved by medicine. And you know, know, the system we have is a medicine, you know... Um, is based on solving everything, resolving everything by medication. But you see, so why do medication? Why, so why why do computers hurt? Computers hurt because that when you are in front of the computer, you are automatically in an environment of biochemical and and light imbalance. Everything is totally imbalanced. Let me give mm-hmm. you an example. Okay. We don't look at the sun, a naturally coded light for reading to read. We read through its rays, reducing stress. When you're mm-hmm. in the front of the computer, you're looking directly at a source of light, and it's in close proximity. The sun is far away. So that automatically violates the way we are supposed to be receiving light from a source of light. Oh. 
Oh, number that's two. interesting. Yeah, number two, we are supposed to be, we are living computers. And the, the, the whole of nature is a big, is a, is a, what you can, a kind of a uh, computer system that you can't imagine that has billions of systems in it. Man is just one of the systems, humans. It's just one of the many, many systems. You know, like each person is like a, a line item in the code. <laughs> and uh, okay. everything is held together by life, you know, the light of life. So when we're always supposed to be in the presence of life containing light, because we are living. But the computer, you know, is lifeless. That which comes off from the screen has no life. It does not have the capacity to stimulate our hearts, to stimulate our brains, to produce the biochemicals that we need to carry out all the work that we do. Because everything that we are is based on those light fields that we call biochemicals that are in us. And we get the, inhibitor, the inhibitory ones from the sun. And so when you're in front of the computer, you are operating, you are doing things, you are using up resources, but you are not in front of something that can stimulate you to produce more, so you are becoming depleted. And the ability of your body to, to operate properly and do things the way it's supposed to do is being reduced. But people don't understand well, that. Let me ask you something. What's the difference between just staying inside your mm-hmm. house mm-hmm. where you're not... You're not um, getting the light from outside mm-hmm. um, versus being in front of a computer. The aren't, there electromagnetic, been... aren't there electromagnetic waves that are coming from the computer that affect our system? Yes, you know, electromagnetic waves, you see all that, that but that's light. The thing is, the houses we build now are not the way they, we used to build houses. So the materials are things that they themselves are toxic. So when even, even those that can let light come in, it's compromised. So when we're in our houses too, we, we, it's a most, the environment inside our houses are also not healthy. And we, and we have the electric bulbs and things that are producing their own effects. And then when we come into the front of the we have all that. And then we compound it by now bringing it very, very close <laughs> so, that it can, so that it can create more damage. Because that screen that you have, silicon... Mm-hmm does not occur like that in nature. It's silicon dioxide. It's silicon. So that is toxic silicon. And silicon dioxide is in us in a trace. It's a, it's a trace element. If it becomes a lot, it becomes toxic. Okay. And for women, you see, that, that light that comes off has something that mimics estrogen. So it can easily throw off your estrogen progesterone balance, which is why they say that uh, more um, people who use a lot of computers have a higher... Um, um, chance of having cancer than the rest of the population. And that's mm. why you find that they say night nurses who are, in, who are with the light all throughout the night have a higher incidence of breast cancer because there's this thing that mimics estrogen and throws everything off. It, it, it behaves like, as if it's a phytoestrogen, but it's not a real phytoestrogen. So most of the things that come off from the computer skin are toxic. In addition, you see, light gets through us through water. The environment we have around us is moisture-leading. There's nowhere that is dry. Even the desert is not dry. Stone has water in it. Everything has water. So the light coming from the computer has no water, but it can only get to us through water. So it has to soak up all the water around and right into us. So when you're in front of the computer, you can easily become dehydrated. And a lot of people don't know that. They're taking soda and they feel thirsty. But then, okay, now I have to take my soda. I have to take my this. <laughs> You're creating more problems. You already have a dehydration mm-hmm. problem. So that's why people can have all the issues of dehydration. And when you try and treat it like normal dehydration, it doesn't work because that's not the cause of the problem. You are not addressing the issue. And um, there are some, like, there are some minerals. So those are some of the violations that I'm just giving us some examples. Okay. And then also when we're in um, operating pro- computers, produce a lot of CO2. So it reduces the amount of oxygen you have in the air. And oh, that's, that's also why, yes, it does. And then the, it has, produces a lot of negative ions. You see, positive outside air has about 3,000 qubits of negative ions to positive ones. So they're supposed to be more negative. But the operating computers produce a lot of positive, so it reduces it. And that's why people find themselves sneezing. 
They find themselves oh. and having all this so-called allergy because the environment is imbalanced. It's toxic. You know, because we're outside people. So that's why when you are mm-hmm. outside, your body doesn't want to go back inside. When you go for a walk, you can't, when you are in the sunlight, your body calms down. When you're in front of the computer, you don't calm down. <laughs> you use up, you use up all those things that help you because the same biochemicals that help us to calm down are the same biochemicals that operate all the other things in us. So when you have used it up doing all the other things, because you are going to use it up operating in front of the computer, seeing that light, and when you're in front of the computer, you don't your your our heart, which is the main part that does everything, that uses the eyes to see, uses the ear to hear, does not recognize that as real light. So the blink function is not really activated. If you notice, you don't blink. You blink so much less. You hardly blink when you're in front of the computer. And that blink system is very important for calming down the body. When you're outside, you find yourself always blinking. You can't even look at the sun. If you try and look at the sun, the eyes would automatically shut Mm -hmm. because it must protect Mm -hmm. itself. And you're always blinking because that is the way it is. Because all those things, um, the biochemicals in the outside are biochemicals that is in us. It's a continuous process. So when you put yourself in front of this, you are breaking the continuous process and bringing in something that is not recognized. Because, you know, a lot of times we all talk about, when we talk about DNA code, we talk about genetic code, we talk about human computer, most of us don't think of what we are saying. Because when you say something is coded, you are saying it is cast in stone. It is designed. Mm -hmm. It is designed. No code comes out of somewhere. The code has to be written. It must have a beginning and an end. Everything that it has to go to to get to that end must be pre-put in place. And so if it gets to something that it's not, that it doesn't recognize, it will spin and begin to create problems, which is why you don't put strange software not um, configured to work in a system into it. You're going to destroy it. And, uh, and, And so when we talk about all this, we say things, but we don't think of what we're saying and relate it to what we're doing, that, okay, since we are coded beings, so how are we supposed to operate it? So how do we expect what we're doing now to work with it? <laughs> so that's why we have so many problems. Our oh, mermaids. So <laughs> what, what, what can people do that for work they sit in front of their computers all day? They have to make a living. How can yeah. they keep well? And there are many ways of, um, of keeping well. The very first thing that you have to do is to note that you must always, you know, they always say, look, you know, walk for 20 minutes, you know, take your eyes off. You have to. You must take your eyes off. Because, you see, the words on the computer screen are not static, but naturally the words in the book are static. So because the pixels are not static but are moving, you are forcing your eye muscles to, you know, contract and you know, more than it should. Mm-hmm. And so that's a big that's a big problem. So you have to take your eyes off and let it rest. You must take your you you should never let your eyes be on in front in, in facing the computer for like one hour two hours at a stretch without taking your eyes off. That's creating problems for yourself. And you must make yeah, sure I that. Also, I also um, recently learned that you should be getting up at least once every twenty minutes that's and what walking I around. To say. You have to take mini and micro breaks. Breaks. You have to get around. Go and talk to people. Instead of using the computer or sending an email, go talk to someone. You know, or you, if the worst comes to the worst, go to the bathroom if you need to. If you have to, mm-hmm. you must take that break, even if you have to go to the bathroom. And make sure that you are doing some mini stretches in front of you. And when it comes to the lunchtime, go for a walk. Make sure you go outside. If, you know, mm-hmm. in some offices, mm-hmm. they let you take um, smoke breaks instead of smoking, because smoking makes it worse. Just go outside. And mm-hmm. like it happened when I was working in a particular, consulting in a particular place. You may find that when you enter your office and sit in a place, after about one hour, I mean, you don't feel comfortable in that office, even though you have to sit there. Because all that, because the um, fresh air isn't coming in, because outside air automatically rebalances itself. But, the, you know, when you're all inside, we, we shut all the windows and all that. Mm-hmm. Fresh air isn't coming mm-hmm. in. Light isn't coming in. 
we are creating confusion for ourselves. And then we come and sit in front of the computer. You see how we are destroying ourselves? <laughs> and, and then yeah, we I now begin these, to feel overwhelmed. These office buildings. Yeah, the, they are uh, not designed. They are not designed for what we... Yes. Mm. We, we went into a system without putting in, we, um, putting in place the kind of um, office buildings and things that are conducive to working those systems without self-destroying. And the thing is that when you want somebody to sit in front of the computer eight hours without, you know, that's too much. Mm-hmm. Where, you see, mm-hmm. when you want to use, people think that, oh, now we use computers, we should, have, uh, we should hire less people. No. When you use computers, it means you hire more people. Because nobody can effectively sit there and be working for all that long hours. It will affect people's decision-making. It will affect their um, productivity. It will affect the health, the health cost. That's why costs are going up, because it will go up. But if you do things reasonably, you will find that even without um, cooking up your, your financials, you would be okay. Because people now, we know, won't feel overwhelmed. They'll be, because when you're in front of the computer, you are not in control of yourself. People think that they're taking – that's why people can go about sexting and writing crazy stuff as comments on the Internet, because they don't even know what they're doing. They're not in control of themselves. Mm-hmm. And, uh-huh. When we're the, using the computer all the time, that's why you see that there's some children, you know, play video games on and on and on, and they find some people dying from that, and then they, they act out on it. They act out on it because it dehumanizes you, and you cannot, you know, uh, operate mm-hmm. fully as you would as a human. So your ability to operate as a human is reduced. And you have addiction and you have computer addiction and withdrawal syndromes too because the same um, biochemicals that become depleted in, in computer use are the same things that become depleted when you use psychedelic drugs. So you have the same adrenaline wow. rush, and that's why people stay there. Even when it's hot in them, they're there and they don't know how to move away from there. <laughs> because they have used when, a lot of <laughs> because that means when you are doing that, it means that you are overproducing uh-huh. excitatory biochemicals, the biochemicals of movement and excitement. And you've lost your ability to really understand danger. You don't you can't really oh. see that's why people when you use the computer a lot, you find yourself procrastinating a lot. You become a procrastinator. Even the things that are supposed to help you. If someone tells you all the information you need is in this book. And you know it's in that book. You'll find that you will not, you, instead of buying it, you won't want to buy it. You'll procrastinate about everything that is supposed to be useful for you. That's all part of the mental <laughs> issues that come, come on from, from computer use. So you must always, when you are not in front of the computer, make sure that you allow your body to operate the way it's supposed to because the body is a self-repairing machine. There is no doctor, there is yes, no is. one that, yes, it must, if you give it medicine or anything, it must accept it because it's a coded, it's a coded system. So it's coded to, it's like having uh, billions of computers, software in billions of computers. Each cell is like a hundred million computers with a hundred million software in it. So you can't, so trying to tamper with it is a big problem. And the other thing is that what you also need to do is, like what I tell people, is take, make one day in the week a computer-free day. A one day in the week, do not use your computer at all. Don't even go near it. You don't need any email or anything. Just don't go near the computer. And then take computer-free vacations. When you're going on your vacation, no computer. No texting. Because <laughs> people think that it's just the laptop mm-hmm. and the desktop. No, your iPad. That's why I call it the wired life, because people are connected like 24-7, and they don't know why. And yeah. some have horrible rashes around their eyes and all kinds of things coming on, because you jump from the laptop, desktop, to the iPads, then to the cell phone, then back to the, to the video game. Then, then. So you're wired all the time, and you wonder why nothing is, <laughs> everything is going crazy, and you're using the so-called medicine that's supposed to do something, and it's not doing it. I have, I have well, seen I people. You, I think you get addicted as well. Yes, that's it. That's, that's what is called addiction. Addiction is just the, the <clears throat> meaning of addiction is that you are depleted in those biochemicals that you receive from the sun, the inhibitors that help you mm-hmm. to, that they are the ones that activate 
and control the excitatory ones, the ones from the blood. You see, there are two systems. It's like, let me, let me make it this way. It's like a car. You know a car has two systems of energy. There's the battery and the, the, then there's the gas. But the, gas has, the battery has to be in place first. And then the energy from the, bat, from the gas activates that energy from the gas to make it move. The same thing. The, mm-hmm. We have the mm-hmm. energy from the sun. It must be in place and enough to activate that from the blood. Because the one of the blood is the one that makes one move. That's why our user manual says that the life is in the blood. Because the blood is that which causes you to move. The sun is static. You know, so the, what we get from there has to be converted into one that can activate a one like this, that moves around like this. So that's why it works with the amino acids. And like the... So, like the mm-hmm. so let me ask you. Oh. Uh, yes, please. When you, when you were suffering from, from mm-hmm. your various ailments mm-hmm. and nobody could find out what was wrong with you, how did you come about all this information? Uh, like I said, you know, I, because I'm an IT person, I believe that uh, I was just brought, I was brought through all, all the careers and things I've been going through in life just for this time. Because if I wasn't an IT person, and had all the knowledge I knew about codes, I wouldn't know what to do. I wouldn't, you know, be able to know what I'm praying about. Oh, I see. And go to I the see. So your thinking, so your thinking process is yes. is what helped you. Okay. No, you know, it's just that I knew, you know, because when you know when you are, when you're at a dead end, this was death facing me, and I knew I needed divine intervention. Mhm. So I needed divine yeah. intervention, and I needed to know exactly what I was going to be asking for. But of course, because I knew that, okay, this is what this is based on. This is what the human living computer is based on. This is what we are mimicking. It's just that we are producing computers as a way of helping us to carry out life's function. You know, it's like outsourcing some of the things mm-hmm. that you do. We're outsourcing some things to the computer. That's it. So... That outsourcing process, how does that, does that really flow in line with our coded way of being? What is violating? Because before the system can go off, that means we are violating um, the code of the being. We are violating the normal process. So you have to identify where are the processes that are being violated. But first to identify what processes are being violated, you must understand what the process should be and why it is like that. And so you can see, okay, so this is where the violation is when it's shown to you, and then you can say, okay, but it has to be, you, it has to be, it has to be revealed. And uh, I know that it, it's hardly anybody else that is going to be able to go through that and come out alive. So people were very um, surprised that I came out alive. I said, oh, that's divine intervention. <laughs> and as I began to see others and now began to understand what was wrong with them, as soon as I see people, I immediately know what, exactly what is going on. And I realized that, you know, this was not for me. This was for me to be able to tell others, to be able to show others, you know. So what did you, um, Andy Tutu, what mm-hmm. did you do specifically to improve your health? Okay. Apart from that one that I told you about the sun, what, one of mm-hmm. the major things is that every day I make sure that I go for a walk. Come rain, come shine, come winter. You know, even even when it's very cold in the winter and the and, they, and we don't have a lot of intensity of the sun, which is why people suffer a lot in winter, you know, mentally with depression and all that, because we don't have mm-hmm. a lot of the sun. But then I take advantage of whatever it is there, and I read outside with the light of the sun. I allow my eyes to do the things the way it's normally supposed to do. You know, I'm, when I'm in front of the computer, it's doing it the wrong way. So it must self-correct. So I help it to self-correct. By reading well, the my book, with the pe- pe- people are always people are always um, low in vitamin D, so they really need no. you know a minimum of fifteen <clears throat> minutes no. a day of sunlight. Vitamin D, I think, is just like point zero 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 one percent, because all the inhibitors that make our bodies move come from there. The inhibitory neurotransmitters we get from the sun. And the thing is, the, the, truth, the truth is that every vitamin, every mineral 
has an ionic form, you know, because all everything is light, so it has a light form. All the uh-huh. sun and everything and all is in the atmosphere. It's in the light of the sun. It's in everything, you know, and the okay. water is there too. So everything is all coordinated. So, you know, vitamin D is, uh, is, a, is a small thing. It's, it's all because your very life source, the, the very life is coded into to us through the sun. And all those things that make our bodies move, all the things we call neurotransmitters, are from the sun. And we receive mm-hmm. it from the sunlight. And that is what, like, like the manual tells us and like science tells us, that the, each cell, you know, they don't speak to themselves. Like the, like the manual tells us that the body is dead. Those cells that have no life of their own. It is those inhibitors that we receive. It is these life fields that we, as humans, call biochemicals that operate and activate all the processes in us and says to this cell, divide, says to this cell, does this, and commands the cell. So within us, words are being spoken, not audibly for us to hear every moment. It is commands are going forth. And anything that affects the flow of those commands and enough of it being a system, we affect whatever activity that command is supposed to, to, to do. Everything that we can do, because let me give you an example of what happened to me when I was very ill. Okay. Sometimes I would see paper on the floor. I know that I'm not so people around. I want to pick it up, but I didn't have the resources to pick it up. I knew what I wanted to do, but I couldn't do it because I didn't have enough resources. So and because what, what this illness made me do is it was like I was seeing the way the human body operates. And as I was reading it from the scripture and as it was being revealed to me, I was seeing it operating. So I understood, I said, oh, so that is how it's supposed, so that is how it operates. So this is what makes our body do this. So this is what makes our body do that. So this is, I had an accident because of this. I was trying to drive to cross a road and I knew I needed to cross. I needed, I, I stopped, I needed, I needed to change into the D, the drive. But I couldn't do it. I had an accident. A, a car came across and hit me. Because I couldn't move, um, I couldn't uh, operate the gearbox. I knew what I wanted to do, but I didn't have enough resources in me because I was depleted. That was when I was still trying to build up myself. And I, I didn't drive for years because of that. I was always working because I needed to allow myself. I was so, my system had really gone bad. I was almost dead. So it took a long time to really build up because, you know, it takes we grow up from day to day. We grow up from day to day. So we are building up as an IT person. I would, I would, I would, I would talk of it in terms of um, the database. You see, we are building up our database day by day. Some things that we are using as adults were built, were set up when, when, it, was in the, when it was a case of um, sperm and the egg, when it was still an embryo. There are things when we were babies. That is why when you are using the computer, you, need to, you will find yourself needing milk, but you cannot take the regular milk. You have to take milk from cows that are operating the way our maker designed them to. And he's already written us, told us in the user manual that the cows should eat animals, should eat grass. So the bowels of the cow can only digest grass. So even if you feed them organic grass-fed grains or anything, it will still affect you. That's why organic milk will not work. It has to be organic grass-fed milk. When you take that, I discovered it was like day and night to me. I took that. It was like I I, I took a special tonic. (laughs) It digested. It did not give me gas. I didn't put on weight. Even when I was taking the, uh, the, the whole milk, because the grass does not, you know, grass, can, grass doesn't have fat, and grass does not make you put on weight, you know. Let's talk about your um, healing, juicing, smoothie, and milkshake recipe book. Okay. Okay. You know what? One of the things that I first of all did, which helped me at least to begin to clarify my point, was that I went on a juice fast. But I would ah. not, if you want to go on a juice fast, you must make, I knew what I was doing. Please don't do it unless you're under the monitor of a doctor. Mm-hmm. That's the thing with computer use in these health conditions. Do not 
self-diagnose. You need your doctor. Only you need a doctor that is ready to work with you without medicine. You know, while you explain. That's why I tell people, try, that's why I'm trying to get the information out in books. I say, get one, get one for your doctor. You know, so, the, you know, and then um, the two of you can work together. And he knows what is going on so that he can monitor you properly. Because you are dealing with your system. You are dealing with your very life. You can, it's like tampering with a computer system without being um, an IT person who knows what they're doing. You're trying to fix it. You're going to destroy it instead of fixing it. So you can't begin to fix yourself with things like um, juice fasting. So what I have in this juicing, healing juicing smoothie and milkshake recipes, are some of the recipes that I use. You will see that they're not the regular recipes. You find things like ginger, like garlic, and all those things like onions and all kinds of things in there because when we're in front of the computer, there are specific nutrients that we use up more than others. For example, iron. Anything that has to do with light uses up a lot of iron. And that is why today even populations that were not iron deficient before are all iron deficient. Everybody is iron deficient because we're not eating for computer use. You oh, see, what I have done, yes, what I have done is to find a way to help people to, on the go, replenish, you know, those nutrients that are being heavily used as they're working. That's why you find me saying that, that you should only use, like, organic grass-fed milk or almond milk or rice milk. Or, you know, I'm very specific. And I say you should take organic stuff because um, all those, when we tamper with things, you know, when we're saying we're doing GMO and all that, we have no access to the code of anything. So it's like a front-end person trying to um, fix things and change things in a computer system. You know, that's confusion. And that's why GMO foods would always affect us because the body is designed, the kidneys, the liver are designed to, to break down food seen in a particular configuration. These are coded things. And that's why something like plastic will not biodegrade in nature because it's not supposed to be like that. Petroleum is not supposed to be like that. So to be, you know, spinning around. Because even mm -hmm. the, the code of biodegradation is coded. You know, it's a coded system. That's why in a coded system you can't throw anything you like. So that is why I say take organic foods. Even though I know that most of the seeds have been tampered with, but that's the best you have. So you do the best that you can do. You can't say because, okay, uh, seeds are no longer the way they were originally supposed to be. Therefore, so w you, you have to eat. <laughs> so what you do is that I you noticed, do the best that I you can. In your, um, I noticed in your recipe that you use beet leaf, but you don't use beets themselves? Um, yes, you can use beets themselves. You can use beets themselves okay. because of the iron. Because what I've, what I've discovered is that... Um, um, beets themselves. Um, I don't. I think it's because they, we don't have any original beets anymore. Because I don't think beets are supposed to do that. Because I use organic beets, and then I find that I can't take that like a lot, and I can't take that on a long-term basis. I can't take it on a long-term basis, you know. And I believe that's because the beet. There's no beet that is real original beet anymore. Beet is one of those foods that have been heavily tampered with over time. Oh. Yes, it's one of those ones because of the sugar. You know, it was being processed into sugar. And, yes. sugar and, and that's why sugar hurts us, because sugar is actually medicinal. If you take sugar cane, sugar cane is highly medicinal. And molasses are good. Uh, with, even with beets and molasses, uh, a fantastic recipe for shrinking fibroids. But the thing is that the way our bodies are coded, sugar in that raw form is not supposed to touch any part of our body ever. It's supposed to be coated, like in the like in the fruit. You know, you take oranges, there is sugar. You know, when you take oranges, you take your banana, you take your papaya. It's all sugar in it, but it's yeah. sugar in the way it is supposed to be. And that mm -hmm. way it can do what it's supposed to do in the body. Because, you see, when we talk about all the foods and things, we don't know anything that is in any food. We don't know whether there are a million vitamins, 10 billion uh, minerals. We don't know. 
we are only dealing with the very little knowledge that we know, and then we are taking decisions. So the best thing is to eat food whole the way the maker has made it to be. Who knows what he coded and why he coded it like that and what that is supposed to be. <laughs> so it, it's without knowledge going, to, going into things we know nothing about. Because even our research is for the, um, for the things that we do is limited. It's like we use osmosis because you, must, you have to use like, you know, a liquid and let something, you know, maybe you crush something and then let through fluid flow into something else and then you begin to grow that. But that's not the way it's supposed to be. We are trying to, we're trying to get to the, to the ingredient itself, but you don't know what that ingredient is. There are some parts of the food that is not visible. There are visible parts, there are invisible parts. And even the visible part, we don't know. Everything is guessed. How, how often do you juice? Um, when I was ill, I was juicing like uh, twice a day. When it was still, you know, I was very bad. So first of all, I needed to clear my mind a little. It, it, at least this helped me to clear my mind a little to a point where um, I could begin to even begin the process. <laughs> you have mm-hmm. to begin to begin the process. And one thing I also take, which is very good, I take a vegetable broth, but not the vegetable broth from the, from the store. I take a broth that I make myself. You know, I, ma- I make that broth, I, you know, boil a lot of vegetables and take the broth and then put it in the refrigerator and then cook the vegetables themselves. And as with juicing, what I have tried to do is to try and put in all those things like ginger, like garlic, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that I know that ginger has a lot of um, um, iron and a lot of other things that help with the immune system. Because what, what we are talking about is the impairment of our immune system, that system that helps, you know, to, to repair our, our bodies. And the most powerful immune system boosters that you can get is when you take a little bit of, it has to be the fresh, but don't take a lot, a little bit of, and you will notice in my recipe, I always say you take a little bit like the tip of the, like the tip of the finger. I say take a little bit because those are powerful medicines. There is no medicine that doesn't have a food form. So what we really should be doing is to be getting the whole food forms of the very medicines that would be, that will handle this issue or handle that issue and handle, like it was done many years ago. That's what we need to be doing instead of trying to get what we cannot, what we are not supposed to be getting. When you try to get to the very ingredient, you are looking for trouble <laughs> because you are trying to go so into can, something. Can you juice, so you can juice too much, right? Um, well, you, if you are taking only juicing only, if you are taking juices only, you can't take juices mm-hmm. only. You have to take it with other things. And sometimes you have to take the fruit themselves. But the thing I have discovered is that when your is like either when your system is really down, you need to bring the food to the most bioavailable form. That which is why juicing comes in, because like now in the system that we have developed for ourselves, we are all really low, and so we have to take it in the most bioavailable form right now, which is the juicing. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. one thing that I will also say is that if you find that, you know, after some time you are taking this juice, you are even having problems with the digestion, I can tell you that when I, when I became ill, I couldn't eat any food. Every food was affecting me. My body could not even process anything. And, and I needed to eat, you know, which is part of the reason for the, for the, for the juicing. Because um, that helps your body to be able to absorb it. And one thing I also discovered is that when you are, this I didn't put in the book because I wanted to, like, say it, not put in the book because I didn't want people to misuse it, is that if you find that you are taking the juices and after some time maybe your body, you know, it's like it's difficult, when you add boiling water, use a blender. Put the fruits in the blender, cut it up, Ensure that the seed are there, the whole food, and just remove the skin. Not because the skin is not good, but because of all the spraying. You know, the the skin is actually part of what you should. But but make sure that like with the orange, you have the white peel inside. You know, 
um, a part of it and make sure that the seed is there because the life is in the seed. And so you just put it together, add boiling water. What that does, it, it, it does two things. Number one, it will break it down. Mm-hmm. Number two, it will semi-pasteurize it and remove all those things that come from handling because it's boiling. You know, that's how they produce the juices that they sell to us. They also pasteurize them. They bring them to a very high temperature and then, mm-hmm. you know, sharply just, you know, bring the temperature down. So what I do, what I tell people is that, and if it's too warm for you, first of all, just blend it with the water, and then you can add more water, some cold water, to bring it to a temperature that you want. Is, you this, is this how you make your broth? Is this what you're talking about? No, the juice. I'm saying with the juice. If you find that when you're making the juices, your body can't handle the juice anymore. Because your body oh, okay. may actually not be able to handle it. So you need to bring it into a more biodegradable, bioavailable form. You need to break okay. it down further. So that is why I said, now, use a blender and blend it. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you blend it and use um, boiling water, which you break it down. And that's okay. also very useful for someone who has just had surgery. Because when you first just had surgery, that's what you need to help you to heal very fast, you know, because it will ultra-pasteurize, remove all the germs and things, and then break it down, you know, some more. And for some people, if you find that you can't really take fresh vegetables again, because that's what happened to me, that's not a problem. Make sure that you cook your vegetables. Just cook your vegetables and cook a lot. Some people believe that when you cook the vegetables, the veg- no, or else everybody will be dead. <laughs> because it, it just changes its form. It's not, yeah. you know, you don't kill it. There's no way you can kill it. You know, it's just a different form. And it's a more bioavailable. And if, you, and if you've just had surgery, please don't even take fresh vegetables. Sometimes they don't tell you in the hospital, and then you have infection and have to go back to the hospital. But if you know you just had surgery, take only cooked vegetables. That's why in the hospital when you are there, they will only give you cooked vegetables. Nobody's going to give you fresh vegetables in the hospital. Because oh, you could get infection. Yeah. Oh. I, did, I found out so many things that I also am able to help people who are not even, who it's not even computer um, use induced health conditions that they have. Mm-hmm. So I've been able mm-hmm. to help so many people in very different, different things happening in their lives. You know, I say, oh no, this is, I've been able to apply it and say, so what I've learned, mm-hmm. that's why I did not say uh, healing juices, smoothie, and milkshake recipes for computer users. Because this would help anybody. Sure. Yeah. So, you know, so, it would help anybody, so it's not. We only have less than three minutes left in our oh, interview. Oh, my goodness. And I know the time went so quickly. Why don't you tell our listeners how they can reach you, because you do consulting. Yes. Also, how they can find um, the book that we're talking about today, which is Healing, Juicing, Smoothie, and Milkshake Recipes by Addie Tutu E. Doshe. Okay. Um, to get the books, all the, all my, I, ha, I actually have 15 books. And all the books yes. are available at Amazon.com. Uh, and um, I have a website that is undergoing some changes right now because I moved okay. the hosting company. And I thought it would be ready by last weekend, but I'm the one actually working on it myself. So I think it's going to take <laughs> okay. two more, two more, a week or two more. And the, type, the, the address is foodsthathealdaily.com. Foodsthathealdaily.com. So there I have a book gallery. And then you have about me and all that. And please, you can you can contact me directly by you writing me. My email address is adetutuijoshe. My first and last name at gmail dot com. Or you can use computer blessings. The word computer, the word blessings, so that uh, as one at gmail dot com. And I guess if they get in touch with Denise. You can get in touch with me. <laughs> that's, I guess, it's, yeah, if they get in touch with you, they can get in touch with true. me. You know, that's, that's, that's very true. And so because you all need, we all need to help ourselves, you know. Yes, we say, yes. we, we say knowledge is power. But for you to get the yes, power of the knowledge, 
you must get that knowledge. So if you don't get the knowledge, well, you. then you don't. <laughs> then you don't get the power. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being yeah. with us today. I think that um, I know I've learned quite a bit today, and I'm sure my listeners have also. So, once again, thank you, Adi Tutu, Edu Shay. I wish you well, and um, I wish our listeners well, too. Please tune in again next Wednesday for our show, which will be at 4 o'clock, and that is Pacific Standard Time, and 7 o'clock. Goodbye, listeners. Goodbye, my special guest. Goodbye. We celebrate our listeners worldwide and invite you to contact Denise at www.healthmedianow.com with any questions you may have and follow her on Twitter at Health Media Now and Facebook at Health Media Now. For those interested in an advertising campaign on her show, contact Lisa at knowledgeworkspub.com. Be sure to visit Got Cancer? Now What? Com for information on Denise Messenger's award-winning book, Got Cancer? Now What? Listeners, I just want to remind you the entire contents of this radio show are based upon the opinions of Denise and her guests. The radio show is not intended to replace a one-on-one relationship with a qualified healthcare professional and it's not intended as medical advice. It is intended as a sharing of knowledge and information and um, from our community. We encourage you to make your own healthcare decisions based upon your research and in partnership with a qualified healthcare professional of your choice. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Thank you. Please join us again next week. Bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.